A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Boy, the meat industry of Wisconsin has been receiving such attention uh, since the beginning of the pandemic and to this date. And more and more producers and consumers that recognize the importance of our meat industry are trying to find new ways to help it grow, make it thrive. And one new way of looking at meat processing in Wisconsin is being developed in southwest Wisconsin. Meatsmith Co-op is a newly formed group it's headquartered kind of in Lafayette County, but it's involving and reaching out to beef producers, pork producers, sheep and goat producers in a surrounding area. And joining us today is one of the people that's helped to make it happen, and that is Heather Opar. Now, Heather, talk to me about how you got engaged in this process. It's kind of interesting how it all came together. Well, I grew up working on small farms, milking cows. Um, I raised my own chickens. We, you know, lived um, in the country a lot of my life, lived in small towns. Um, And I've just always felt a real strong connection to how farmers and people who, you know, benefit from their services and their production, um, you know, how do we continue to sustain that? You know, over the years, we've seen so many small butcher shops and small farms um, get waylaid. And there's got to be a way to bring that back, I, I hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with you. What's your background with regards to uh, the meat industry? Producer, do you butcher? How did you get this close to it? So I started out in marketing for 15 years, um, did the whole corporate America gig, and then I just felt something tugging on my heartstrings and you know, wanted to find a way to do something that I was really passionate about. So I enrolled in culinary school at Madison College. And while I was there, I took a really keen interest to butchery. So I went out to as many like meat cutting places as I could find who would just take my help and teach me Um, co-op. I started a meat wholesale business um, with a local farm up in Baraboo, taught meat cutting um, as part of the artisan modern meat course at Madison College um, two years ago. Uh, I started that inaugural program. And now I'm just trying to find a way to kind of link all of that stuff together. How do you get more butchers into the system? How do you get more farmers to be paid equitably for their product? Um, And how do you get consumers to think, you know, more ethically and sustainably about what they eat? Well, it apparently is something that's catching on. Uh, Like you mentioned, a group kind of approached you to be involved and you took your business plan Kept all options open. Tell me where you've settled so far, Heather, as far as the future direction. So for Meatsmith Co-op, we decided to go with a cooperative uh, model for our business um, because we wanted to make sure that farmers and workers um, have a, a say in how things are run and how the direction of the company is going. And while it's not the easiest path to get to uh, you know, production, Um, We really think that the thoughtfulness and the input that we have from the community is going to be a huge factor in our success. So the membership launch is coming up and you've already got a general business plan down that involves some physical structure. How far is the planning to date, Heather? Explain for people what you already have in place. 
So we're looking at about a 6,500 square foot building. Um, it's an old grocery store in Argyle, Wisconsin. And we are going through the checklist of all of the things that you have to do, including things like environmental assessments and, uh, you know, making sure all of the systems work that haven't been turned on in three years, uh, like the coolers and HVAC and, uh, you know, working with the neighbors to make sure that they feel comfortable. We had to you know, get approved by the town committee to reassess the site as being used for meat processing services. Um, so there's a lot of little nuance and a lot of little details that we're kind of trying to make sure we take care of before we actually jump into it, which the goal is September, early September. And how receptive has the community been? How receptive have other farmers or consumers in the area been to the idea? I honestly, I think it's been pretty well received. The The town board was very excited to hear our you know, plan. Um, I actually moved from Madison to pursue this. And the first week that I was in town, I introduced myself to somebody. And they said, oh, you're the you're the new meat person. And it was just, I, you know, small towns, word travels fast. And it's a tight community. Like, you know, there's a lot of small communities. And, you know, we're just trying to make sure that we're all supporting each other, you know, in these endeavors. And um, I, I think that is one of the benefits of being part of a, a community um, in the Southwest region. You mentioned also one of the reasons why uh, that you've turned toward the co-op system is that Wisconsin's got a pretty good network system for cooperatives. Explain that. Yes, we've been really fortunate to work with people from UW-Madison um, they have a great, Kelly Maynard has been one of our um, mentors in helping us to build all of the necessary, you know, legal documents for co-op structure um, and filing them. Um, we've also had help from the Food Finance Committee um, in terms of, you know, building all of our spreadsheets and perspectives to send to banks. Um, so we've had a, a really amazing amount of support. Um, from different organizations and the government um, and in terms in grants too. Like we've mm -hmm. also been applying for a lot of grants, um, which we've been able to receive a few of. So the support has been pretty fantastic. That's excellent. That's excellent. Now let's talk a little bit more about the main products that Meatsmith Co-op hopes to provide for the general public. They are going to be soliciting membership in the cooperative from beef producers, pork producers, goat owners, goat producers, goat and sheep producers, from about the six-county area that surrounds Argyle in southwest Wisconsin. Fast forward, I guess, a little bit, Heather, and help people understand what the ultimate goal is of this cooperative, the products it intends to produce, the service area it intends to serve. Yeah, so we have a pretty... Uh longitudinal goal. Um, the big one is just to get up and running um, this September using co-opted. So we're going to be outsourcing all of our mobile slaughter at this point. Um, but for the first six months, just doing custom exempt um, processing. So meat goes back to the processors or whoever, or to the farmers or whoever the owner is. And then um, after that, we hope to become state inspected and then eventually CIS, um, corporate interstate. Um, which means that we can sell meat, um, you know, across state lines. But as we're doing this, we're hoping to be able to provide 
the members with additional services. So right now, a lot of the small farmers um, are selling their meat either through like meat shares, like for one animal um, through custom exempt status, or they're selling it at a farmer's market, you know, one or two animals at a time. And so we're hoping to be able to combine the product and market it in a way that we can sell larger portions to larger entities. So to grocery stores or hospitals, uh, mm-hmm. schools, things like that, um, because they're going to want, you know, larger bulk shipments and deliveries. Um, and we're hoping that we can do that for these farmers as well as help them with their marketing services. So getting their name out there, helping to promote them. Um, and then as well, giving them, you know, uh, the processing services at a discounted rate for being a member um, as well as priority harvesting on site. Again, we're talking about uh, a new concept that's coming to fruition in Wisconsin, meatsmithcoop.com, meatsmithcoop.com. So are we expecting that you'll pivot from quarters and halves, that type of a scenario, to finished products, maybe uh, uh, elevated products with your background in butchery, Heather? Yeah, absolutely. That would be fantastic for us. Um, uh, our th- in our third year, we're hoping to use the storefront of the grocery store to open a small, you know, uh, storefront business where we can sell retail product, but also do, um, you know, charcuterie, smoked products, custom sausages, and things like that. Um, that is definitely part of my background, um, teaching charcuterie courses and and things like that, value add. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the goal. I, I think we just want to continue like taking small incremental steps to, you know, build possibilities for not only the community, but also for the, the pro or for the farmers themselves. Now, how do you suggest that people stay in touch with the effort, Heather? Do they go to the website? Do you have social media channels that you suggest? Give them a rundown on how they can continue to follow your story, maybe buy a membership or become a little bit more engaged in the process. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Uh, so meatsmithcoop.com um, is our website right now. We are currently running a GoFundMe. So if you feel inclined, donation is always uh, appreciated. But uh, we have a Facebook page at meatsmithcoop as well as as Instagram. Um, the majority of our... Mm, the way that we're communicating primarily with people right now is through our website and uh, just trying to get the word out. And as far as membership goes, we'll be posting information on the website for people to, uh, you know, inquire, sign up, um, all of that kind of stuff uh, by the first week in May. Heather Oppor, she is one of the coordinating members for the new Meatsmith Co-op dot com meet smith co-op their goal right now to get their gofundme monies in place as a down payment for a building that they've secured in downtown argyle and beginning in may they're going to begin their membership drive looking for beef producers pork producers goat producers and sheep producers that want to be involved in the process we'll keep you posted at midwestfarmreport.com from the southern end of the world's longest barn in madison i'm farm director pam yankee